time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis. On the local side, our high school football season preview continues. On Monday, it was North County. On Tuesday, their first week opponent, Farmington. Well, it's time to preview that team in Park Hills. That's right. It's the Central Rebels. Here's our own Audra Kane. The Central Rebels have aspirations of returning to the state playoffs after back-to-back years atop the Class 3 District 1 field. This year, they are going for a three-peat, and the Rebels are doing it with a majority of the players who started last season. That includes quarterback Cason Murphy, Joe Bryant, Sammy Calloway, Jackson Jones, and more. In fact, the core of this central group has played a lot of football over the last two seasons. So has that changed preparations for the upcoming season? Here's central head coach Corey Schweiss. We didn't really do a whole lot of team-oriented stuff this summer just because, you know, staying healthy was probably the biggest key. We didn't feel like we had to learn a lot about our guys. We kind of already knew what we had, you know, so in that aspect, we, we just try to, you know, know be very light with them uh, this summer but with that being said you know Kaysen and, and Job have had you know they've been starting since they've been freshmen you know we've got a lot of experience on the football field so we expect big things out of these guys there's no doubt. Coach Swice says the defense could be the biggest X factor when it comes to success this season. Braden Berry moved over from Farmington so we've got uh, Braden Berry, Caden Casey, uh, Kaysen Murphy, Joe Bryant our secondary all seniors. We're moving Cannon Harlow from the corner position to, to the outside backer position while the nickel position which Ty played last year and those five are all seniors and they can all fly so um, we are going to be extremely fast and Barrett Henson will play the will linebacker position so that'll be opposite Cannon and with those six guys in our backfield defensive backfield I feel like it's probably the most athletic we've ever been um, and that's saying something because we've had some pretty good teams and and I don't think it's going to be I think it'll be hard-pressed to find anybody as athletic as that and then with Jackson anchoring in the middle and those guys up front I think um, defensively we may be a handful for teams with a battle-tested group and expectations high are there any weaknesses for this group the biggest thing for us is to stay healthy because we're not very deep we're going to have a lot of guys playing two ways so we're going to have to be in pretty good shape you know our younger guys are going to have to get some valuable reps hopefully later on in games and in jv games and and hopefully uh, be able to step up and if we have injuries and we need those guys to fill spots hopefully they'll be able to do that later in the year where do the expectations stand with a junior and senior heavy roster we expect to be there again and if we stay class three you know with all the private schools in the city moving up to class four and and with valley catholic moving down to class two there may not be you know that true powerhouse type team in, in class three which seems like class three always has so if we're fortunate enough to stay class three i think we have a legitimate chance of making a pretty good run and i think we always expect it no matter what central begins the season in poplar bluff against the mules before they return to park hills to host caruthersville in the second week, we'll see the Rebels for the first time in week three when they are on the road in Potosi battling the Trojans. Week four features a potential heavyweight bout with Cape Central at home. Central's penultimate road contest comes in week five in St. Genevieve against the Dragons. Then it's the game everyone has circled on the calendar, Valley Catholic Warriors at Central in week six for a Class 3 District 1 championship game rematch on KFMO. The Rebels will continue the homestand in Week 7 and 8 against Fredericktown, then Dexter, and they wrap up the year with a broadcast match on Thursday night in Farmington. For KFMO Sports, I'm Audra Kane. Audra, thanks. The season previews continue into next week, but the remaining schedule this week, Thursday, we look at Potosi, and Friday, Valley Catholic.
From the Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals begin a series in Tampa Bay on Tuesday night. Miles Michael has had a strong start. Go south. Our own Mike Reeves has more. Asak Paredes solo homer tied the game in the seventh inning. Then Yandy Diaz, Brandon Lowe, and Randy Arozarena drove in eighth inning runs to lead the race past the Cardinals 4-2 to two in Tampa. Nolan Arenado and Wilson Contreras homered for St. Louis as they lose for the eighth time in 11 games. The winning pitcher in relief is Jason Adam. He's 3-2. The loss goes to Miles Michaelis. He's 6-8 and eight after giving up two runs in in seven-plus innings, the save to Pete Fairbanks, his 15th. Ray's starting pitcher, Zach Eflin, allowed one run in seven innings. I'm Mike Reeves. Mike, thanks. Card skipper Oliver Marmol. How tough was it to take out Michaelis in the eighth inning and bring in reliever Andre Pallante? It was a tough one. Uh, we went back and forth. Uh, obviously, leadoff triple there. Um, he's been on the ground quite a bit. You can not guarantee, but pretty close to guarantee yourself a ground ball, whether they let uh, the catcher hit or they go Ramirez there. You're getting the ground ball with Delante. Um, and then not going to let him face Diaz for the fourth time. He's three for three and swinging it pretty good. So I uh, made the decision to bring him in then. He got the ground ball and the next guy, ground ball up the middle. Does Michaelis understand the decision by Marmol? Always want to be in there. You know, I think I was at, you know, 80-something, uh, you know, a little bit more in the tank. But I understand, you know, you got them, you know, they're going to pinch hit. And then uh, you got a guy on deck that's kind of three for three off me. So, you know, trying to trying to get some different looks, um, you know, trying to get some mouse plot. They get a lot of weak contacts. So, you know, that, that, that's a good choice. The Cardinals are back at it tonight in Tampa Bay with a 541st pitch as they battle the Rays. That means pregame coverage starts at 445 on B104.3. It's game two of a three-game series and a five-game road trip. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are in New Orleans on Sunday for week one of the preseason against the Saints. Coverage on KFMO begins with pregame at 11 o'clock, kickoff at noon. And NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers are ramping up practices to get ready for week one of their season. That's Thursday, August 31st. Tigers defensive lineman Josh Landry, where does the D-line need to improve at this season? We want to make more plays as a defensive tackle unit. You know, I feel like we last year we left a lot of plays out there on the field. And this year we're trying to clean that up and take everything that we can get. The Tigers host South Dakota in week one. And the NASCAR Cups series is at the Indianapolis Road Course on Sunday. After a couple of chaotic restarts there the last two seasons, NASCAR has moved the restart zone. How will that change the restarts? Here's Christopher Bell. Yeah, I think it'll be better. I, I still wish that we would go single file, um, but I don't think that's on the horizon. So, you know, it's going to be um, less chaotic for sure, but I think the opportunity is still going to be there. So uh, we'll just have to pay a lot of attention to the Xfinity race and see how it goes. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Cup guys will figure out a way. <laughs> the Cup Series at Indy on Sunday starts at 1.30. There are three races left before the NASCAR playoffs begin. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.